0: A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Wednesday, September 13. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run. A 48-year-old Yonkers man who's director of Bronx Rises Against Gun Violence, a group that promotes anti-violence and receives government funds, has been indicted by an Orange County grand jury on drug and gun charges. District Attorney David Hoovler says Michael Rodriguez was charged with two felony counts of drug possession, two counts of weapons possession, and two counts of conspiracy. He's being held without bail in the Orange County Jail. Meanwhile, 39-year-old Angelica Rodriguez, also known as Jelly and not believed to be a relative to Michael Rodriguez of Middletown, was also indicted on two counts of drug possession, weapons possession, and conspiracy. She's remanded to the Orange County Jail on high bail. A two-year investigation dubbed Operation Hyde in Plain Sight led to their arrest on charges of supplying cocaine to drug dealers in the cities of Port Jervis and Middletown. Hundreds of the over 1,200 teachers, teaching assistant, and substitute teachers represented by the Newburgh Teachers Association marched from Washington Street to the Newburgh Board of Education to demand a new contract, Union President Stacy Moran and a small percentage of Union members were able to gain entry into the Board of Ed meeting to speak to board members. Moran described the only eight-day-old 2023-24 school year as the worst opening in memory. She, along with several other community members, cited constant public fighting in the district to be reasons why everything was in such disarray. In the past, I have thought of the Newburgh Large School District as a slightly dysfunctional but loving family. We fought privately among ourselves for what was best for the children, and we are, that we are entrusted by this community to educate. Now I see constant public fighting. And I believe somewhere along the way, the district has forgotten to prioritize the children and support its educators, whose working conditions are the learning conditions of their students. Moran says not one of the over 1,200 union teachers, teacher assistants and substitutes who are working under an expired contract were paid this past Friday as 10-month employees. That means they were last paid in June, Moran says. A series of public hearings opened Tuesday for Central Hudson to raise rates for its electric and gas service. An unidentified caller with a since-resolved billing issue with the utility was against the rate hikes and feared their impacts on customers. We as individuals never get a 16 or a 19% pay increase. Across the board, everything is going up and you're driving seniors out of their home with all of these rate increases. And I don't feel that a rate increase, especially to the magnitude of what they want, is fair to us as people. Under state law, the Public Service Commission must adopt or reject the rate hike proposal in whole or part or modify it. More news right after this. Find over 100 retailers allowing you to spend hours shopping safely at the Galleria at Crystal Run. or visit galleriacrystalrun.com. As of the close of 2022, Ulster County had approved 12 payment in lieu of taxes agreements that are anticipated to result in more than $91,000 in real property tax revenue foregone for 2023. That was a finding in a just completed audit by County Controller March Gallagher. The county has seen a significant increase in the deployment of solar installations with 107 megawatts deployed since 2000. Utility-scale facilities are required to submit a notice of intent to build and operate a solar energy system Gallagher's audit found the financial incentives have different rates. What we found is that, you know, the rates vary from about $609 per megawatt to up to $3,750 per megawatt, depending on the project. And while those differences might be justifiable, we can't actually, as auditors, tell taxpayers that because there's no backup documentation to these agreements that actually show how these rates were calculated. The audit also found that interest and penalties for late payments were not applied correctly or consistently. Mayor Stephen Noble announced that he's appointed Bryant Drew Andrews to the seventh ward seat on the Kingston Common Council, recently vacated by Michael Oliveri. Andrews is the co-founder of the Center for Creative Education, where he provides arts education, a safe and supporting learning environment, a platform for youth to find their voice and prepares and guides students of all ages as they navigate life. He's also founder of Energy Dance Company and CEO of Dance as Cross Fitness. Andrews has served on the Ulster County Restorative Justice Task Force, the Kingston Arts Commission, the New York State Council of the Arts Education Panel, and has served on the UPAC, Barnavon and SUNY Ulster Foundation boards. Oliveri resigned to accept the business manager position at the Kingston Water Department in July. A series of public hearings opened yesterday for Central Hudson, which wants to raise its rates for electric and gas service. The annual Ulster County food fight is underway through October 21st. It's not a scene from National Lampoon's Animal House movie, but rather an effort to collect food for pantries. Twelve libraries in the county are participating in the annual effort by providing collection points for donated foods. Two Ellenville businesses are assisting in the effort by providing prizes to the library with the most donated food. Doreen Stedner owns Sammy Brown's walk-away cafe in Ellenville. I know there's a lot of people struggling these days. I know that the minimum wage has increased, but it doesn't necessarily always mean that it's still easy to get along. Prices have gone up. Joy Sharpton, the acting director of the Ellenville Public Library, said non- Perishable food items are the best to donate. About 1,100 addresses in Ulster County do not have Internet service with a broadband connection. The Ulster County Controller's Office and the Citizens Commission for Digital Inclusion conducted a meeting Tuesday for residents to learn more about future expansion of broadband in the town. Most of the 1,100 addresses not served in the county are in the towns of Shandaken, Denning, and Hardenburg, some of the most sparsely populated towns in the region. Feedback already from surveys has found those in the county without broadband have low computer skills, inadequate equipment, or are too poor to afford a $25 basic broadband plan. City police are investigating both incidents. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run.